Hello and welcome to the Westland Weekly Wake Up. I'm Audrey Lippert, and this is my co-host, Karina Rauer. This week's episode is going to be all about fashion, specifically what the fashion industry does to our environment and what consumers can do to find more ethical places to shop. Today's guests are sophomores Ima Yudo and Jessica Connor. They're going to give us their opinions on sustainability in the fashion industry, as well as the general direction the fashion industry has taken in recent years. Hi guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Let's get into it. So um, just kind of starting off with the general topic of fast fashion. Um, So Jessica, what are your thoughts on fast fashion's impact um, on the environment? Yeah, so I'm actually somebody who's super involved in like the costuming industry and the clothing industry. I, I sew a lot of my own clothes and stuff. And the industry as a whole is just become very not good, both in a sense of being ethical and environmental wise. The idea of having such disposable garments and using all of the resources and underpaying the workers and creating all of these clothes that are meant to be disposed just goes against everything that clothing has been for hundreds of years. Yeah, definitely. Have you seen kind of like how like fast fashion, like an item from like somewhere like Sheen, that it's so, um, what's the word? It's not durable. Really. Yeah, it's and very it's hastily comparison. made. And you can't really blame the people that make it because the people that produce garments are like so underpaid and so under just they're not taken care of to a point when these garments are meant to be produced so quickly and cheaply that they don't take into account any of the factors of how they can be more sustainable or more ethical. Right. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Um, Do you shop at any specific stores, Jessica? Like, do you, um, or do you like just make your own clothes? I mean, I think that's awesome. I used to buy a lot more clothes. I go by the method of, I actually buy a lot, sadly, at Nordstrom and stuff. And I know that not all of it is sustainable, but I think of it as if I can get a super long time out of one garment. So I'll only buy maybe one or two pieces of clothing as needed. So that's a lot less of a footprint, even if I don't have time to sew every garment that I make. Yeah, I've definitely thought about that too, like cost per wear and that sort of thing. Like if I'm going to buy something and it's like a pretty, it's like a basic and it's cost, maybe it's a little bit more expensive, but it's high quality, then I'm going to get the bang for my buck, I guess you could say. Exactly. So Ema, moving to you. What are your thoughts on the environmental impacts of fast fashion? Um, I think fast fashion is extremely detrimental to the environment, especially with the way, like, most clothing trends last for a certain period of time. So people might, enough will last that singular trend, but then so you're going to have to get rid of all those clothes because if you wear them, like, you're just going to be seen as, like, an outcast or weird. Like, personally, I don't buy too many clothes. I, like, I wear my clothes a lot. Like, I rotate between the same pairs a lot. So, I, like, for me, I contribute to fast fashion in the way that I buy shoes. Like, I like shoes, and 
like I want I cut down the amount that I buy but that's my that's the way I contribute to fast fashion sadly but yeah it's just damaging not only because of how much material they use like the cost of production what they use to produce the chemicals like it's like the third biggest industry but it's one of the leading factors contributing to climate change so and what are some brands that you wear a lot of do you think about like what they do to make their clothes when you buy stuff from them Mm, I usually like recently I've been going thrifting more but in the past I usually just bought Nike and looking into what they do they're they're not really ethical with the way that they produce their clothes so I'm trying to cut down like how much I purchase from those brands because I don't want to like support something like the way they treat like the people who are manufacturing their clothes I don't support that so yeah and thinking about you know like trying to look into those brands so there's this marketing tactic called greenwashing and it's used by clothing brands to make themselves look more ethical and they use these vague statements about mass production and carbon emissions to detract from their lack thereof of a sustainability contract. So, um, Ima, what are your thoughts on greenwashing? Do you think um, it's difficult to be susceptible to that sort of thing? I think that, like, the corporations obviously know what they're doing. I also see this a lot with other industries, like the oil industry. I think it was Shell. They, They like to talk about, like, sustainable energy in renewable and green energy, but they're the leading causes of like climate change. Like if they go switch to renewable energy, they won't make as much money. And I think that goes for the same thing with these fashion industries and their corporations. If they switch to like, like they know that like the cost, like if they pay their workers less, less for this and switch the materials that they're making it out of, which is cheaper, that they'll lose profits in in their eyes money is the driving force so i just think well a lot of people are susceptible to it but like if you just look into it they're not really doing anything they'll just like maybe cut down something but it's not significant enough to do any change and they're not really improving anything so jessica what do you think of this phenomenon yeah i think it's really people are quite susceptible to it because most people want to make a difference like most people are starting to become more conscious of the of this as more clothes producing in the tailoring community becomes a little more prevalent there is a lot of activism with trying to get out the message about what people are doing because they don't realize what polyester is and we see everything is polyester 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 they don't read it for what it is it's plastic it's plastic, it's plastic. And if you're going to buy this cheap plastic, it's not going to, you're basically just, you're creating plastic. That's all these clothes are. They're not going to break down more. They're not going to last. You're, you're wearing the equivalent of like plastic bags. And I think that's something that people really need to like start to learn and that we should teach people is what even, what are clothes? What are, what does it mean on your tag when it says, oh, this is made of cotton or this is made of polyester? Because that really does have an impact on both how long you can wear your clothes, how much you enjoy them and how sustainable they are. 
And Jessica, you mentioned um, that people are becoming more aware of the environment and what they're wearing. What do you think led to people becoming more aware about the fashion industry in general and climate change? Part of it is just a new level of activism that we see. And part of it is it could be because I'm very active in the community. I notice it more. But the uh, historical costuming community is becoming more prevalent through certain influencers and as people that are very into the history of fashion it's easy to see some of the links of knowing that there is no feasible and ethical or smart way to produce clothes as fast as they're being produced now when you know the ins and outs of clothing production you start to see the flaws and it allows those people to put out those messages and those messages are amplified by people like us that are introduced to it through social media. How about you, Ema? What do you think about kind of like this new formed activism about um, fashion? Heck, I even think like this like idea of kind of activism being more prevalent with our generation is kind of can go um, be applied to a lot more topics than just sustainability and fast fashion. Yeah, I think that especially like with quarantine people have enough time like they're not like they don't have enough time to like go outside because you can't so like they turn to like social media and the internet and especially in recent months people have just been like wanting to educate themselves more so I think with recent activism and just wanting to make a difference which I think is just like a strong like feeling in our generation just to make a difference and just fix the mistakes of the past. I think that like when they start to see the conditions of people making their clothing and just just how they can help by not supporting brands like that, I think that's really like like helping this whole like feeling of like I need to do something to change. But yeah. And for both of you, Jessica, you can go first. What routes do you take to figure out whether or not a brand you shop at is sustainable? Do you usually look into it at all? Um, I try to most of the time, but as I said, like I don't buy a whole lot of clothing. And I usually, if I do, I like kind of make conscious decisions that I'm going to make sure that that piece lasts longer. So I don't spend as much time looking into brands individually um and part of that is also it's hard for me to personally find clothes because I am um, an unconventional size I'm much smaller so finding any clothes that fit me doesn't work very well which is part of also something that's really it's a little bit of a sidetrack that's really detrimental about the industry now is the way that sizing is used and it's definitely been really harmful also for uh people's body image and I think that's another thing we have to consider is that the garment industry does not consider people when making a lot of their decisions so like the sizing sizing used to not be a thing and people used to not concern themselves about it so much and I think that's another not this topic but an important topic that has to be talked about agreed um Ema what are your thoughts oh could you repeat the question oh yeah sorry what routes do you take to figure out whether or not a brand you are shopping at or wearing is sustainable? Do you usually um, look into it at all? Um, I like, like Jessica, I don't really buy clothes that often. 
But when I do like her again, I just like when I when it when I'm buying something, I keep in mind how long it's gonna last me. And the brand, like I don't really go to brands like let's say like Forever Twenty One or Sheen or those clothing companies that like like are big like leaders of the fast fashion industry. I do try to look into them, but no. I just try to like research beforehand when even when I'm not buying something, just research beforehand. And then if I'm going shopping or if I want to buy new clothes, I make sure to like take note of which brands I saw like reading on an article that were like that don't have ethical practices and I just avoid them. Yeah, actually, I'd really like to go back to talking about what Jessica was saying about the garment industry not being very inclusive. I feel like, especially in, like, 2021, we really should be embracing, like, all body types, and it shouldn't just be one size fits all. I mean, one of those other brands that's really leading in the fast fashion industry because it's so trendy is Brandy Melville, and most, the majority of their clothes are one size fits all, and I just think that's horrible. I actually used to shop at Brandy Melville, and I'm, I regret it, (laughs) let's just say that. So moving into like what direction the fashion industry is moving in, um, do you guys think that it's changed course at all or do you think it's moving in a better direction? What do you guys think? Um, It's hard to say. It almost feels like it's veering off in two different paths. In one sense, fast fashion is continuing to grow and it's continuing to become its own beast. And in another sense, there's a lot more, as we were speaking of earlier, a lot more activism, a lot more people know about it. And it's this weird kind of place where the it's splitting off and we're losing a lot of the mid-ground between either just extreme, this is fast fashion or this is overly expensive green stuff. And I think it's like it's important to note too that the initial culture around fashion is itself dying. Like I don't know if anybody knows about the New York Garment District, but that was always the center of fashion in the United States for years and years since really the creation of the United States. And it's dying. And most of the shops are having to close their doors. And a lot of the traditional craft of clothes making is dying. Yet we see all of this, we do see all this activism. So it's kind of this, it's hard to say exactly which side's gonna take over the other. Ima, how about you? What do you think? Um, so I agree. The fashion industry is really splitting off. People who want to continue to buy from fast fashion industries will still buy from them. And I think as that goes on, the fast fashion industry is going to cater towards them, like their consumers. And while like the more green places are just, they're going to try, each side is just going to cater to like the people who are buying it. So And like she was saying about the middle ground, it is really disappearing. And I feel like a lot of people aren't really given the choice of, well, it's either like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like very like just polarized. Like it's either you support fast fashion and it's like, you're a bad person, but it's not really true. But, and then there's, you support green, but not everyone has enough money to support green industries. It's more, it's usually more expensive because with fast fashion, they don't 
they don't have to pay their workers a lot of money. So the cost of the actual clothing when you buy it is cheaper compared to a green company. Well, it takes a longer time to produce those clothes. It's a smaller amount. So it costs more money. And I just feel like people aren't really being like, maybe given a choice in a way, because it's like, if you're like, kind of like, willingly supporting fast fashion, like, it's just kind of like, oh, well, you're a bad person. But yeah. So you were talking about how both the green market and the fast fashion market were catering to different groups. Which groups do you think each market is catering to? And do you think those groups are shifting at all? Ima, kind of piggybacking off your question so you can go. Um, I think that, well, the fast fashion industry is catering towards more people who are more fleety with, like, their fashion style and what they think, like, just more like teenagers, maybe, the ones who just switch styles when there's a new trend. So I think fast fashion is gearing towards more them And then there are obviously teenagers who don't, who like start really consistent with the style that they like. And I think the green industry is targeting, like not targeting, but they cater more towards like people with consistent styles and just who either just really want to just like just stop supporting fast fashion or they just want to like, they can find a small store, like a green industry store that sells the style that they like. So I feel like with like moving trends, fast fashion sports trends and green industries just like are slower and they don't like, you know, they're not going as fast paced with their clothing because with trends, they move so quickly that you don't have them like if you're going to be producing clothes at a slower rate, well, you're not going to just switch it in a second. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on the um, green industry catering to people who are more consistent. Brands that I've seen that are doing good things for their being ethical and being sustainable, they often have a lot more basics, I think, is something that is like a general pattern I've noticed. But I also feel like some of them do have a certain trendiness and iconicness that they hope will carry their brand more into the mainstream, because I can't think of a ton of sustainable brands that are really in the limelight of the fashion industry at this very moment. So Jessica, how do you think, what do you think can be done to really fix the fashion industry? Now, this is like kind of a weighted question. So don't, no, no pressure. Yeah, I think that it's difficult to say, and there's not all that much that can be done. The more awareness we have, the better. And the more that people make just the smartest choices, I think that the culture needs to change around the way people think about clothes, because the most sustainable thing that you can do is to wear what's already in your closet. And if we were to learn that maybe if there's a hole in that shirt, that doesn't mean you have to throw it away. And even if you can't sew yourself, every local dry cleaner will have somebody that will mend it fairly cheap. And if you get nicer clothes, then they're going to last a long time. And to just think about it from that sense. And then if you want to change up your style, swap with a friend, switch things up. Like there's things that if we think about it less of, oh, I want something new. Let's go find a sale and go buy a bunch of clothes on sale. 
then that's really the only thing that we can do. Because if less people are buying clothes, then the industry will have to make a shift to fit with the market. Definitely. Ema, what do you think? I agree with like everything Jessica said. The industry, like people have to make the change within themselves and it has to be large enough that the industry changes along with them. People are only going to buy from like these companies if it fits what they want to actually buy. If people buy less clothes, then those companies will manufacture less clothes and that just reduces the waste. So I think that's what Jessica said is like, it's, I don't think it's like a fix per se, but I feel like it's just a step in the right direction because the fashion industry, people people like want clothes, they need clothes. And I feel like once we move past having to change up styles like every two months or something, well, then that's going to be like a real big factor in reducing the waste that the fashion industry causes. Well, I just want to say thank you so much to both of you guys. And we hopefully will see you guys soon in school and hope you guys have a great Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. It was so great hearing your opinion. Thank you again to Ema and Jessica for joining us today to talk about sustainability in fashion. If you are interested in this topic and want to learn more, Karina wrote an amazing opinion piece about sustainability that I would highly recommend on WLHSnow.com. Well, thanks, Audrey. Our song of the week is Vowels and the Importance of Being Me by Honey. I picked this song because it reminds me of playing lacrosse in the summer with my friends. I also want to give a shout out to my friend Audrey Jacklin, who I do play lacrosse with, who loved this song a couple years ago before I rediscovered it like a week ago. So Audrey, congratulations on being way ahead of the curve and ahead of me. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Westland Weekly Wake Up. This has been a WHS Now production. We also want to give a special shout out to Mr. Craig for letting us do this podcast. You're the coolest cat of them all. For more articles and school information, check out WLHSnow.com.